Hey everyone, before we get into today's pod, I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can be the host of your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take a podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, uh, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course uh, full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you, you know, get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is you can get all this for only $15 a month, the same rate as uh, any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports experience. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash joy. That's BW like blue wire, hustle.com slash join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more. Um, that's bwhustle.com slash join. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, Dana. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get this. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. Raider Nation, what is going on? Coming to you with episode 131. And this isn't something that I was hoping to be talking about right now after a week 16 game. This is something, Raider Nation, that we were preparing to be enjoying playoffs Ah, or, you know, seeding or even looking even forward to just a, a possibility of making the playoffs in, in week 17. But no, it's week six, just after week 16, one game left in the season, we're eliminated from playoffs. We're done. Season's done. Doesn't matter. We play for pride from here on out for this final game. Let's get a W because we need a win. I'm still going to wake up. I'm still going to watch that game. I'm still going to expect a win. I'm still going to be cheering for him just like any other game day. Uh, it's obviously not going to mean as much, but uh, you know, going eight and eight is going to be a lot better than seven and nine. I don't care about draft pick. I don't care about tanking for a better draft pick. I really, I don't care. Um, at this point, it, it's playing for pride. And if you can at least, you know, finish with something decent and not a complete, complete collapse, finish with a win, have a little bit better team morale. Maybe locker room is a little bit happier at the end of the season. Uh, maybe that you know helps attract free agents, players wanting to come back. We got guys like Nelson Aguilar, you know, that I want to extend. And we, we can't do that uh, as easily if we leave on the worst possible terms. So let's hopefully we can make this thing a little bit better. And I want to talk about kind of, I guess, just my overall evaluation of the season and maybe some tweaks that I want to talk about this offseason. We're going to go into more detail. I want you guys to stay make sure you're, you're subscribed to this podcast, leave a rating and a review because we're going to be going through stuff in this offseason you know, leading up to free agency, leading up to the draft, things that, you know, I want to see changed, of course. You know, we'll still be doing some live streams here and there uh, to get your, you know, voices and opinions in there too. So subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Raider Cody, or just search Raider Cody on YouTube, uh, Periscope. You can follow me on Facebook if you're on Facebook. Uh, go live there too at the same time. Simulcast, you can chat with everybody and, you know, get everyone's, get, I, want, I want the fan opinions 
uh, through phone calls. I take live callers. If you guys have heard that on the show before, so let's uh, let's quit messing around. And let's talk about what we can do this uh, this season and, and how our 2020 Raiders are looking. And it was, you know, a really good team. I felt like that we had in place. Like we had all the building blocks in place. I'm going to start with talking with about the offense. And the offense was really good. You know, there's times throughout the season, even early on the first half of the season, you can almost argue we were a top five offensive unit. We're playing like that at at times against the Saints, against the Chiefs, against some of these teams. We're we're playing like a top five offense in in, in the NFL this year. Uh, And I think you could still maybe argue to the point that we're, you know, about a a bottom or not bottom, I'm sorry, top 10 offense to finish the year. You know, we just kind of had those like shaky ruts, right? Uh, I felt like Derek Carr and John Gruden took strides together and dialing up this offense, getting everything in sync. Uh, We improved the deep ball. That was one of my requests this last year, improving the deep ball, adding Henry Ruggs, Nelson Aguilar's, you know, talented in that. Uh, Darren Waller's obviously a beast. Though having those things working in our favor helped that, taking good deep calculated shots. Derek Carr was pretty much money on deep shots this year. Uh, You know, not taking a ton of them. Uh, but taking them at the at the right times and and picking up chunk yards and and you know kind of some game breaking plays that helped us win some football games. But uh, what really kind of hurt us, I guess, was almost I'd say the run game was very underwhelming to me. The run game was very very underwhelming, and it's not even just that it was like Josh Jacobs or our running back or really I mean our offensive line. I'm not going to blame them, but whatever we were doing between that and maybe being too predictable whenever it came to running the ball. It seemed like every time we, we, we used to be able to go in in 2019, whenever we you know first got this offensive line built up and we got Josh Jacobs out there fresh, we could almost line up out there with Alec Ingold and run it down someone's throat, even if they knew it. We can line up in power formation. They know we're going to run it. It could be first down, and we're still going to run it down their throat and pick up six or seven yards. For whatever reason, that didn't work this year. Whether that's a mix of Tom Cable and our personnel, no reaching incognito, I don't think that makes that big of a difference. Denzel Good is still good. We saw Rodney Hudson, Gabe Jackson as a mauler. Trent Brown coming back towards the end of the year, and it still didn't, still didn't change for our run game those last few games. So I'm not really sure what the issue was. Uh, but the run game was definitely underwhelming. I think it comes down to now we just need to be more creative. It seemed like the only time Josh Jacobs was picking up some chunk yards towards the end of the season was like out of the gun, you know, when you don't expect a run. And that's what, you know, I think we got to do now to be a little bit more creative. Uh, dig into the Belichick playbook here a little bit and see, you know, what they did to have such a balanced running attack while not being able to throw the ball at all. So, I think that's kind of where, you know, you need to look at, you know, like what the Patriots are able to do this year and find ways to be a little bit less predictable in the run game because that's really going to improve the overall uh, ability of this offense. And then, obviously, I would say just in the red zone, the red zone offense at the end of the year really just collapsed, and that's what really hurt us. And it also, you know, we struggled with it last year too. And I think that comes down to just not utilizing our weapons, really. I'm not sure why we're drawing up uh, – you know, we're, we're getting like a must score situation, third and goal. And we're in like, I don't even know. I forget the personnel that was on the field. Like the only, the only wide out was a wide receiver. The only person that was split out wide was, was a, was a, was a running back. I mean, and Jason Witten's the only guy running a route for us to be able to throw the ball to. Of course, he's going to be covered. He's slow as dirt. And I don't know why we're not using like a Darren Waller. Darren Waller is our, our number one weapon, right? Why is Josh Jacobs not getting involved in the red zone? Maybe in the past game. Or Brian Edwards, Foster uh, Moreau. Come on, like we we have the weapons to do it. That's what I felt like hurt us the most. And I don't understand why. Like, like I said, I don't understand like the Jason Witten over Foster Moreau stuff. Why why is Jason Witten getting so many more targets? 
That doesn't make any more. That doesn't make any sense to me. He got more targets than Brian Edwards and Foster Moreau, and they outproduced the crap out of him. So I'm not really sure what we have in mind here, but I feel like John Gruden really dropped the ball whenever it came to you know using our guys properly, because that's we we have talent on this roster. You know, if we could have found ways, you know, to mix guys in like Jalen Richard, mix Jalen Richard in more, sprinkle in Brian Edwards, dial up some slants for Henry Ruggs. Why, why can't we do something to get these guys a little bit more involved? There's a lot of chemistry I felt like built up with Zay Jones. Where was he this season? Why don't we use him more? John Gruden called him like maybe the most improved player from last year going into the season, and then we'd see nothing from him. So I'm not really sure. I think that's kind of the the issue with the offense. And of course, like I said, throughout the the off season. I want to go more in-depth on each of these positions and see exactly what we can do to make tweaks and go on from there. But real quick, actually, um, we're going to take this quick break provided by Blue Wire, and we'll come back and talk about the defense and wrap the show up. 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site. According to Comscore, Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. And you can contact them the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. are visiting Indeed each month, according to Comscore. So right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is the best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. The NBA is back in action and football is heading into playoffs. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season, from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. So, like I said, um, getting into our the defensive side of the ball and talking about defense, it's pretty depressing because. That side of the ball, I felt like, was ruined just by Paul Gunther's presence being there in 2020. There's, there's, he had no business being on this football team. I think this year, uh, I was giving him, a, you know, his last chance, basically because I felt like we added a lot of talent, and that's the frustrating part. Going into, going into the season, I, I really felt like we we're going to flip this defense around with, with who we added, the pieces that we added, and not necessarily, you know, the pass rush was kind of getting there. It was kind of getting there. That was like our, our biggest hiccup before that. I felt like we added, you know, just enough around them. You know, we, we, we go, we add to the secondary. We're getting Jonathan Abram back, which Jonathan Abram, I felt like, was just completely misused this year. He was confused. He was put in weird situations. I still expect him to be able to come back into a role like what we just saw this last week and, you know, kind of playing like as a hybrid, like linebacker type player, utilizing his strengths, moving your defense around and fitting whatever the player is good at. And that's what I think we, it, it's hurt us even on, on the offensive side of the ball because John Gruden also thinks like that. But Paul Gunther was the worst. He was stuck in his scheme. He always played the my balls are bigger than yours game. 
and could never just you know break down and adjust his game plan to fit his players and and make those things work. He he had to you know mold every player to fit his scheme, and it, it doesn't work like that. You ha- you have to mold your scheme to fit every player that's on your team. You need you need to utilize all their strengths and put them in the best position that you know will showcase their talents and make plays for you with their talent. So that's how that works. And uh, seeing Jonathan Abram kind of get down in the box and kind of blitzing off the edge with a with a full head of steam, you know, kind of getting like a five yard jump on him was nice. It was cool to see um, Jonathan Abram being used like that. And I, I expect more of that, even with Corey Littleton. Corey Littleton felt a little bit more like this is the guy we, we, we signed a long time ago under Rod Marinelli and, and what he was trying to teach. Nicholas Morrow, getting him back is going to be huge. Nick Kwiatkowski, we missed him. He's going to be, I mean, back next year and be great. Trayvon Mullen's been amazing. LaMarcus Joyner is kind of, you know, one of those iffy spots. You know, I feel like slot corner is like one of those areas, nickel, you know, we can, we can, we can improve on. We, we can look for guys like that still. Uh, Damon Arnett, I want to see how he develops. He's still a young guy. You know, let him get healthy. Let him get right. Let him come back next year and see what he can do. Bounce back sophomore year. And, and just getting our pass rush going again. And I, I think we can we can fully do that. We got, I felt like, a lot more pressure. We, I mean, we had three sacks this last week against the Dolphins. I almost forgot even who we played. I, I've, I've completely wiped that game pretty much out of my, my, my memory. But, for I mean, for the defense... They, they did good. You could tell, like, well, all we did was, I mean, the injuries hurt us uh, in the secondary. And that's where I think I want to talk about it more this offseason, but I'd love to add some veteran presence to the secondary. Like, a, like if we can get just a solid veteran center fielder, I've, it, it would work wonders back there for us. But, I mean, we already showed improvements. With no uh, Jim O'Neill, our defensive back coach, Jim O'Neill was out. W- with him being out with COVID, we had Mike Mayock, and Jeff Heath, our safety on injured reserve, was coaching the defensive backs Saturday night. That's crazy. But even with that, if we had a little bit of, you know, that veteran presence back there at center field, like, you know, I'm not saying like Jeff Heath, but like Jeff Heath, uh, that would have helped. And I feel like we, we played good, guys. Our defense played great. It, it, wipe away that one bonehead, blown coverage, stupid play at the end of the game. Ignore that. I thought our defense played great. No, the Miami Dolphins aren't the best offense in the world, uh, but whenever we went out there and we game plan against Tua and we game plan against the offense we thought we were going to face, we did great. Uh, Fitzpatrick came out there, threw a wrench in things. I think it's kind of like how the Mariota effect was. Mariota stepped into a game, and the defense had no preparation for what Mariota was going to do, and he was able to kind of tear him up in his own style. This was the opposite. This is like them going from Mariota back to Carr, and Carr is out there able to kind of deal things around, and that's what they did to our offense with or to our defense with uh, Fitzpatrick. Overall, I would say our defense played great. And I'm, I'm going to be happy, I think, with, you know, hopefully we nailed this defensive coordinator signing. This all comes down to John Gruden. John Gruden, Mike Mayock, you guys need to get together, put your heads together, and hopefully we walk away uh, this offseason and go into 2021 with a very capable defensive coordinator to take this young team and this young talent and utilize them. Make us a top 20 defense. That's that's where we're at. That's how close we are to being a playoff team, basically. And as soon as John Gruden starts, you know, dialing up, you know, something a little bit more creative in the red zone. So, Raider Nation, I wanted to make this quick episode. We're going to, I'm going to be pumping out some more short ones um, as we go through it. Some more podcast only ones. Like I said, make sure you're still subscribed to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to this podcast. If you haven't already, leave a five-star rating and a review. Let me know your thoughts. That's how, you know, you spread the word. And uh, that's how you give back to this this show, I guess, is leaving a rating and a review for me. Uh, that's Apple Podcast, your Apple Podcast app. Anyways, 
Raider Nation, appreciate you guys for tuning in, and we're going to see what we can get into this offseason. As disappointing as it is, we're going to make the best of it, and uh, there's always next year, right? 